Welcome to another episode of Miked Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. You better believe it. And while you're at MidAmerica RV, you might as well make your way over to Gunspot.com as well. For all your gun and ammo needs, no reserved auctions every single week. And one of the best parts about their website is there's no hidden fees when you go to checkout. So you don't even have to worry about it. Also, it's not a matter if it's a matter of when you visit their website. So, again, be sure to do so at Gunspot.com. And while you're strapped up, saddle up in a new ride from Roper Kia. Check out their inventory online or just head up to the lot. If they don't have the car of your dreams, they will help you find it. And if you mention us here at Mike Up, they're going to give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. You better believe it. And once you have that nicer, newer ride, at some point you're going to need that oil change and those tire service. So take that on over to Downtown Lube right here in Joplin, Missouri. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So you can visit their website at downtownlube.com for their full list of services. Not a matter of if, matter of when. You will need that oil change and those tire service or anything else taken care of on your vehicle. So be sure to take that over to Downtown Lube. And thank you guys for joining us on this lovely little uh, midweek. Is it this Thursday the midweek? It's Thursday night for us. Uh, kind of depends on what you look at. Is, th- is Sunday the beginning of the week or the end of the week for you? It's a great discussion. You and I agree on this. Sunday is the end of the week. Yeah. Seventh day, God rested. Mm-hmm. It and is I said day. today, I was like, you know what? The beginning of the year starts on Sunday. That's perfect. And I was like, wait, I'm wrong. It would have been perfect to start on Monday. I do love when the calendar lines up that way. When yeah. it, because the, they make calendars wrong, so let's just go there. The first day of the week is a Sunday. That is incorrect. But when the calendar starts on a Sunday... That is, that's perfect for me. Like my OCD brain is like, yes, thank you. And the fact that the year is starting on a Sunday when the incorrect calendar says, that is nice. Yep. It's going to get screwed up. I don't know why that there's not just 28 days in every month. Like I get it because the 365 days, 366 in a leap year. How'd they even decide this? That's what I wonder. What meeting were they in? And they're like, yeah, we represent January. We want to be the first month. And... (laughs) Give us 31 days. Hey, we're February. We'll be the leap year. Yeah. Ah, shit. We forgot about February. Why is, it, why is February the leap year? Yeah, why are they just like, you get 28 days. The second, like not the first, not, not the last month of the year in December, where it's like, hey, de- today is December 32nd. Yeah. Nope. The fact that the new year starts right in the middle of a season kills me. Mm-hmm. You know, there's probably some legit scientific logic to this with the way the sun sets and rises and the time change. Something. Where it's I like, hope. oh, that makes perfect sense. I mean, if they built those damn pyramids and aligned them with the stars, you tell me we couldn't do better with the calendar? <laughs> it's incredible. That's talking calendar. Do you think it was aliens? <laughs> what? Built the pyramids. you think it was aliens? Um, no, I don't think it was. I do. Of course you do. I'm a big believer in aliens, man. I don't even think they're... Like, there's some extraterrestrial ones. I think they're freaking on Earth. I think they're living in the ocean. <laughs> you just look at some conspiracy theories of people on ships. They've seen some weird things. Where it's like, like that ship just dove into the ocean, and it's gone. Like, Antarctica, you, you, there's nothing down there. There's something down there. You believe this. There's a part of me. Like, there's a part of me that's like, if that came out as the truth, I'd be like, how'd it feel? <laughs> I've heard that. Not, I like, I wouldn't be as surprised. I wouldn't be like, I called it. It's just like. I'm not shocked. I think the universe is too big for there not to be something else out there that's living. It's it the might same be a plant. That, it might be yep. a small bacteria. Something else is alive out there. 
probably walking and knowledgeable, and mm-hmm. it's just there's too much, way too much. For like when people like, do like that, like how self-centered just... are we to be like, no, nothing else out there. <laughs> <laughs> We're it. We're the best. Yeah. No, they just can't. They're too many light years away. They can't get. And even house. if that does happen, what do we do? Do we just like Amer like United States of America is taking us over? Or is it just like we are Earth? Mm-hmm. What did America do when they found this country? Okay. Mass genocide. <laughs> That's what we would do if aliens came. Yeah. And speaking of moving on to bigger and better things, that's the Las Vegas Raiders. Moving on from Derek Carr. <laughs> oh, my God. He just said genocide. Move on, Raiders. No, no, I didn't. Oh, yeah, that's how I reacted to you. Like, not our topic of conversation. You usually no. don't want to say anything wrong or Football, out of line. Football, though, is Football. usually our topic Who's of Bob? conversation. My, my, my mama said. And some really big news this week, the Las Vegas Raiders bench Derek Carr. And I, I am, guess I, I'm still the Jared Stidham guy. So I got tagged on a lot of these tweets and things like that. I think it's cool that he's getting an opportunity. I am very surprised to see Derek Carr actually get benched. I Yeah. And, and like the, stepping away completely. Like I don't even think he's in the facility. Right. Like he's completely stepped away from the team in the last two weeks of the season. And that is an interesting one because um, we, I specifically dogged on Marcus Mariota for doing this similar thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with Derek Carr doing it. Because they're going, they're going to move on from him. Mm-hmm. And even with Marcus Mariota, maybe they do cut him or whatever. You were still supposed to be like the backup guy. You haven't been the franchise quarterback there for that franchise mm-hmm. for eight years or whatever Carr has been. So to me, it feels a little bit different. Him stepping away is the, I know I'm not going to be playing. I'm not going to be a distraction to these guys. Let's just cut ties. Yeah. So I'm okay with it for Derek Carr. It's almost shocking, though, with how, like, much of a leader he was last year with all the adversity that the Raiders felt mm-hmm. with the front office, firing John Gruden, everything with, you know, former players on the team being arrested, going to jail. How did they respond to that? Injuries of the team. Derek Carr was the one guy that was just the one standing point, you know, just that solid piece of rock that, you know, you could lean on and it wasn't going to move. And now they have just like, well, hey, tired of this rock. We're going to go try and find another one. Yeah. And I did read earlier today that part of it is Derek Carr is guaranteed $40 million if he were to get hurt at any point in this season. So that leads into it as well. I do wonder like where this decision came from. Is it the coaching staff? Is it the owner? It's probably, I honestly, it's probably a little bit of both. Yeah. Like, Hey, I can't afford 40 million right now. <laughs> yeah. We, we can't have him out there and go tear an ACL. <laughs> like we, we literally don't have that money. Uh, so I think it's interesting. I, I think that there are going to be a lot of teams that are intrigued by this. Uh, just a couple that I was thinking of earlier off the top of my head. Uh, the Commanders, mm-hmm. they've made a move at quarterback again. Um, the Jets, they desperately need a quarterback. It's not going to be Zach Wilson. Um, the Saints, see what they can do. They have Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston. That didn't work out. The Falcons are another team that probably need a quarterback. See how Desmond Ritter does and how much of the future he can actually be there. And then also maybe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. I Tom Brady doesn't even know what he's going to do yet. So I mean, another team to kind of think about the Houston Texans. Yeah, you know they're kind of in a quarterback situation where do we want to take one with the first? And I don't think Derek Carr is worth the number one pick in the draft. No, but no. it's just you know the Tennessee Titans could be another one if they're moving on from Ryan Tannehill. Mm-hmm. The Colts. Yep, they Ooh. always seem to be yep. a team. There's a lot of a lot of teams could use a quarterback. Which so is weird. surprising because in like the off season, we were talking about, you know, where are some of these quarterbacks going to land? And it was, every quarterback position is filled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Giants. It's crazy how the NFL can just 
immediately flip over from like, oh, this position's filled and good to yeah. we got oh, nothing. No. Yeah, this is terrible everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, part of that, too, is some of these guys that are getting older, like a Tom Brady, like um, Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. And those aren't – we didn't mention Green Bay. I think Rodgers is there as long as he wants to be. But I do think that there are other teams, too. Like, if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, I'd kick the tires on it. I haven't been that impressed by Kenny Pickett, to be no, like, I don't think anybody really. Not. I mean – and if you put Derek Carr with that team, that's a that's a very good team in the AFC. I don't know that they're like, man, they're going to be a Super Bowl contender. But yeah. if you put Derek Carr on the Steelers, I would well, not be surprised if they made it to a Super Bowl. Oh, boy. I mean, yeah, you get George Pickens, Najee Harris, Faramuth, the tight end. Mm-hmm. Just focus on your offensive line in the draft. Yeah. Add some more defensive pieces. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing the Steelers need to do is stay healthy defensively. They've battled some injuries this year. T.J. Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick. Yep. It's been difficult, but I mean, yeah, you get a, a studded quarterback in there. Something again, someone you can rely on as true leadership. Yeah, maybe that does it is a good fit. I didn't think about the Steelers. Yeah, because they took Kenny Pickett in the first round, right? So. But, and I'm sure that they're tied to him. But if you're Mike Tomlin and you have a chance to get a quarterback like Derek Carr, mm-hmm. you probably won't take that chance. I mean, we praised the Cardinals on doing it, where they take Josh Rosen at ten. And it's like, oh, hey, okay, you know, and, and it's like this is not the guy. We fired the coach. We're getting rid of Josh Rosen. We're going to turn around and hire a new coach who just got fired in college and then draft a small guy, number one. It hasn't really worked out for him. But it's like, okay, the Cardinals realize this is not their guy, and you move on. Steelers can do the same thing. Or just let him be the backup and learn from like from a professional. Because right. Kenny Pickett did not get that in the NFL. Granted, he's also 25, so the expectation's really there that you hope he doesn't need to. But here we are. You're right. And you know, another guy that I feel bad for <laughs> Is Devontae Adams in this Should whole situation? Should have just stayed in Green Bay, man. Dude just uprooted pretty much everything. Got a nice payday, so like mm-hmm. I don't really feel sorry for him, and he does play in the NFL. However, he did go to play with one of his best friends, and specifically. The, thing, the Raiders do it again. You go get a stud receiver. Hates it there. He wants to leave. Assuming, Moss, you know what I mean? Like, let's say Devontae Adams goes somewhere next year. 50 touchdowns. Like, you know what I mean? But like 30, 20 touchdowns? That's a huge number for a receiver. That is a huge. giant number for a receiver. What, was number, what did Randy Moss get with the Patriots that year when he went over there? Did he get like 23 or 24? That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Because that was I said they 20, and I was like, I feel like that's what it was. Because him and Tom Brady broke the record for most receiver quarterback touchdowns, like duo in the season. Yeah, I think so too. Um, record-breaking 23 touchdowns. There it is. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Devontae Adams too. Moving on from both of those contracts, I don't know. It can and, be done. I don't know if it will be. It can be done. And it's that's the crazy part is that it can be done. And you, the way you see these contracts, you're like there's no way they can. But the the man that does OTC uh, over the cap says the Raiders would need to eat 31 million of dead cap if they traded Devontae Adams prior to June 1st. But they would save 29 million dollars by moving or cutting Derek Carr. So it's a net loss of around two million dollars, and they could get a haul for Adams who just turned 31. That ain't bad. Do it. <laughs> Like, you lose $2 million and you get rid of both of those guys? Holy freaking smokes. Like if you're the Raiders, you could almost look at it and recognize, like, hey, didn't work. Now we have to tank. Like, we are going to start rebuilding this whole thing. And if I'm the Raiders or a Raiders fan, if you're getting rid of Derek Carr, you are, you're rebuilding. Oh, without a doubt. And the thing is, too, that the Raiders need to think of, do you want to do that with Josh McDaniels? Like they've lost nine games this year by less than one, by one possession. Mm-hmm. And in those six games, they were up by 17 points at one at one time. 
And that's the team that made the playoffs last year. Yes. So I know, uh, like, a lot of us look at the Raiders and they're like, oh, the Raiders going to Raider, whatever. They were good last year. So the mm-hmm. fact that they're not good this year. And another thing is they have not been eliminated from the playoffs yet. How have they not? Is a surprising thing with the way that the uh, NFC or the AFC is going right now. I didn't even know that, to be honest with you. I definitely thought they were eliminated. Yeah. Uh, they are sitting I'm there gonna... with a, a really bad – Six and nine record, though. They could sneak in. I, they would probably have to win out, mm-hmm. and some things would have to happen. But they have not been eliminated from the playoffs. I mean, yet. seven and ten is the new six, six and nine, right? We've seen teams get in the playoffs at six and nine before. Mm-hmm. Look at the NFC East. It happens all the time. Yeah. I mean, they could win out two games, go eight and nine, and sneak into the playoffs somehow. Now, I don't think it will happen. They but play San Francisco and Kansas City are the next mm-hmm. two games. So. It is interesting to bench your starting quarterback when you do have a shot at the playoffs. They, I mean, this was their situation last year. Going into week yeah. 18, and it's like, hey, we might make the playoffs if we, we win and the... this happens. <laughs> and it happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just needed that tie. I, that's one game that I won't ever forget. On why didn't the Chargers just go for it or whatnot? Yeah. They, I, I never have rooted for a tie more in a sporting event than I did last year watching that. Was it Raiders Chargers, I believe? Yes. And it did yeah. go to overtime. Mm-hmm. And the Chargers called the timeout for what? Right? Is that, is that how it went? We know the Raiders won. It was game-winning field goal. But at the same time, it was – I think it was the Chargers. I, like the Chargers, Chargers could have, like, kneeled it, maybe. I don't remember. I think the Chargers called the timeout when the Raiders had the ball, and it was like, why the hell did they do that? Yeah, if you just let the they clock their expire, to reset. Yes. you both make the playoffs. Yep. And they said, middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> Idiots. Now it looks like maybe even the Chargers. I'll be honest. That's a team I do not want to face if I'm someone in the AFC in the playoffs because it looks like they're kind of getting things humming again. Been playing pretty well. They've won three games in a row. They're seven and four in conference right now. The Chargers always play the Chiefs close. Uh, yeah, too. Like it's. I mean, Mahomes has said it before. Whoever has the ball last usually wins. And it even goes back to when Philip Rivers was playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another team that's still in the playoff hunt that made a quarterback change is the Washington Commanders. And I will tell you. I don't fully understand this one. I don't either, and I'm glad we're on the same page. Carson Wentz is going to be the starting quarterback for the next, I believe, the next two weeks. He was named the starter this week, as the Commanders are still in their playoff push as well. Your guy, Taylor Heineke, (laughs) led them to a winning record. I, I know that he hasn't exactly been great, but he got you there. And now you want to make a change with two weeks left in the season. When Carson Wentz, he did get benched because he was hurt but i think we also know he got benched because he wasn't that good either so i'm very (laughs) surprised to see him come back and be named the starter i wonder how the team's going to respond to this Mm -hmm. you know like we've seen taylor heineke make you know the right throws in the plays and show the leadership and the team kind of rally behind him and you know he's taking those deep shots but carson Wentz, there are moments where he flashes you're like okay hey get it makes sense then there's other times where it's like just get rid of the ball dude Mm-hmm. Don't make that. And Don't try and Heineke's keep the play like alive. a locker room guy, mm-hmm. you know, which I do think is a big thing at the quarterback position specifically. I think guys were kind of rallying around him there for a while. Carson Wentz, think what you want about him, has not been known to be a locker room guy for whatever reason. So I don't know. Or maybe, you know, you'll have some veterans on that team that are like, yeah, we got our guy back. This is a guy that has played MVP caliber football before. <laughs> Maybe Four years ago, five years ago. Shoot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's always the thing with Carson Wentz, though. It's like, man, he played MVP caliber 
football. He didn't even win the award. <laughs> it wasn't ACL. like he finished like second in that I mean, award. I mean, it was the same thing with Derek Carr at one point, right? He breaks mm-hmm. his leg, doesn't even get to play. Yeah. And now look at him. <laughs> uh, another quarterback. Uh, this one has just become a tragedy. Tua back in concussion protocol. I didn't even see the hit over the weekend. I didn't either. And it kind of feels like, sorry to cut you off there, it doesn't feel like it was anything like dramatic that would have caught their eye because I think mm-hmm. it was the team doctor, someone coming out and was like, and there in. was no sign for, you know, of him having a concussion. Mm-hmm. But I mean, later people did point out a play where he got hit, not even hit. He got tackled and his head hit the turf. And then I believe after that, he threw three interceptions. So yeah, that's not good. And how do you keep screwing up with the same guy so many times in one season? Poor two up in. Like, we've heard him kind of come out, I think it was a couple weeks ago, where he pretty much just came out and said, you know, I had to look myself in the mirror last year and be like, am I good enough to play in the NFL? Because he kept getting benched, and, you know, like Mike Flores, it just wasn't, it didn't feel right. Here comes Mike Daniels, and it's like, okay, hey, you trust him. He's going to make great calls here. You know, we're curating the offense around me. This is fun. I'm playing good. Huge concussions right now in the season. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not the time to be getting a concussion either, this close to the playoffs where it feels like it's going to rattle things. Like, that's my concern, too, with this for Miami. If he would have been healthy all season long, he's probably an MVP candidate, like a top one. Yeah. yeah because even, you know, some of those other guys, Josh Allen was one that we kind of expected. Yep. I don't think he's in the running. Jalen Hurts has been up there. Now he's injured. I don't think he's in the running. Joe Burrow is kind of coming on late, but I don't know that he's doing enough. Yeah. It really, now, again, two Chiefs fans sitting here, it feels like it's Patrick Mahomes' award. And I, I wanted to say that too, and but I, I feel like I have a hard time thinking of anybody else. People, you know, saying Jalen Hurts, he sat out last week. I think that takes you out of the running. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I mean, you know, I think some people will point to other positions like a Justin Jefferson. Sorry, um, what's his nuts? Didn't win it last year. Yeah, uh, Cooper Cup. Yeah, why could I not think of his name? I don't know. It's your favorite freaking player. <laughs> yeah. Cooper Cup. If he doesn't, if Dude, he doesn't win it last way year, too bored this week. You're forgetting your favorite player's <laughs> name. If he can't win it last year at the receiver position on a Super Bowl winning team, like his team <laughs> yeah. was great, and he won the triple crown. Mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson, maybe if he gets two thousand yards, like he's gonna have to go off in these next couple weeks and have like four touchdowns. And if he gets to two thousand yards, and I think that would put him at fifteen touchdowns then maybe he could, and he might be a triple crown candidate guy this year as well. But if Cup's not winning it last year, I just don't know what you can do as a receiver and win that award. Mm -hmm. And that's nothing against Justin Jefferson. I I think he's probably the best receiver in the game right now. Yeah, I mean, you said that, I think it was Sunday or last week, where it's like, hey, it's time to kind of just make a decision here and call it. It's Justin Jefferson. He's the number one guy in the league. Leads the league in receptions with 123. Leads the league in yards with over 1,700. But the touchdowns, um, he's, only, he's only got eight touchdowns. Devontae Adams and Travis Kelsey tied for first with 12 apiece. Well, here's the thing. Minnesota plays Green Bay and Chicago these next two weeks, both on the road. And they're going to be freezing cold games, too. There's no way these are nice. And the Vikings have already clinched that division. You're... Not going to replace the Eagles, probably not. I guess maybe you could. Maybe they're still playing for a little bit. I was going to say, he might not even play the next two weeks. If you He's going to play this week, but, I mean, yeah. is he going to play week 18? I don't know. I don't know if I'd play him. If you've got a chance for the bye, he'll play. Mm-hmm. But they might not have a chance. So, I hope he does it. I would love to see a receiver go for 2,000 yards. And I do like Justin Jefferson. 
I don't think he's an MVP candidate based off last year. Feels like it should be Patrick Mahomes award. And if you say different, honestly, I just think you don't like him. I mean, I'm really trying hard to think of like who else deserves an MVP award. Even when you look at the rushing numbers of like, Hey, is there a running back out there that's doing it? Uh, no, there's not. Yeah. Sorry. Like Josh Jacobs is the guy at running back this year. I mean, are the candidates Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> Jalen Hurts, Justin Jefferson, Maybe this is me being chief biased. Travis Kelsey having another stellar year. You're leading the league in touchdown or something. It would make sense. Offensive player of the year mm -hmm. for the AFC. Yeah, I think it's got to be Mahomes. Maybe that is biased, but I think it's just us watching football. And you have I mean, to also the, the play that he made last week, dude. You just you float and you use your left arm and keep you in the air so you can extend and just barely nick the side of that pylon. <laughs> Boner. Do you think alert. that was a touchdown? Oh, what one thousand percent? Do you? I don't yeah. think it was, but they How called. Come? It. I thought he put the ball on the outside of the pylon. He did, yeah. And I thought it had to be on the inside of the pylon. Is that not the rule? So the announcer said that that pylon is, you know, three hundred sixty. Any you touch any point of it, knock it over, it's a touchdown. Or Which I, thought, I didn't know either, but it, I, it's, if you as long as I you thought the rule that, was that it had to come from like the inside of the field and hit the pylon. I don't know. I mean, I that's what care. I've always assumed. Benefited the Chiefs, yeah. so and whatever. They, Give him the touchdown. You got the dope. I saw it, and I thought, oh, they're going to overturn that. One, Yeah, I was like one <laughs> And then thought. they didn't. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Mahomes leads the league in QBR as well, uh, also in passing yards and passing touchdowns. And passing touchdowns, he has 37. Joe Burrow has 34. Passing yards, he has 4,700. Joe Burrow has 4,200. You're telling me Patrick Mahomes went over 50,000 yards again this year? I have about 5,000. <laughs> 50,000 would be a record. That's yaks. <laughs> yeah, he's going to, assuming he plays the next two weeks, he'll probably get it this week. Like, no, maybe. That's a lot of yards. That's a lot of yards. But I mean, it's a possibility that, you know. Yeah, he, he can definitely get it this week. He throws for 300 yards in a game, and we're just, it's like, oh, Patrick Mahomes threw for three touchdowns, right. 330 yards, like, mm, it's an average game. Yeah. He's like, that's just Mahomes. I mean, he could reach 5,000 yards and 40 touchdowns this season, mm -hmm. which is Next still week, crazy. Yeah, this Sunday. Yeah. Denver, this, and you're playing Denver, so. Is going back to that first year he started when he threw like 5,050 touchdowns. Mm -hmm. That is just not appreciated. He's just enough. not having those 6,000, or gosh dang it, why am I throwing Numbers. zeros on the end of it? He's just not having those six touchdown games this year yeah. like he did that year. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I do. I, I think maybe it is a little bit biased. I really don't think so. He should be the MVP this season. Um, also, this weekend, we have the college football playoff. I'll tell you, hey, yo. I'm usually a big college football guy. This snuck up on me. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> glad you said that again, because I was like, I forgot about it. Like usually doing a to betting show, talking football. I was like, hey, can't do it last night. Da, 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 da. I got other stuff playing. I was like, fuck this college football playoff weekend. <laughs> It's like this is one episode. It's like, hey, got to make the bets. Like, can't be there. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm just. I'm not even excited about it. No, because it feels like it's gonna be Michigan and Georgia, and people are trying to hype up like Ohio State and like, oh, Ohio State can't beat Georgia. I don't think they will. I think Georgia is going to annihilate them. I think that game can be exciting. I am not excited about TCU and Michigan at all. I kind of have like a real gut feeling that Max Duggan just has the game of his life. I, I hope so. I will watch these games, obviously, because they're big games. Mm -hmm. But I'm just I'm not like, oh, my God, I need to clear my schedule, make sure I'm not doing anything. And these are Saturday, both Saturday, right? Yeah, the first one, TCU and Michigan, going to be Saturday at 3 o'clock. 
So I'm not doing anything right there. And then Saturday at 7 o'clock will be Ohio State in Georgia. So hey, we got to bump that up. This is New Year's Eve, okay? I'm not <laughs> trying to just be sitting at home watching this game. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm getting toasty, dog. Yeah. Well, this, Last year I had to bartend on New Year's Eve, and I told myself, I was like, okay, hey, you work this year. Do what you got to do. Next year, you're not doing this. <laughs> and when you're not doing this, you don't even remember the night. I've been looking forward to this all effing year. <laughs> I already told really? my mom, I was like, hey, you're waiting. You're babysitting my dog this weekend. She's like, okay, can't wait. <laughs> yeah. See you Tuesday. <laughs> Gonna need Sunday, Monday to recover. Uh-huh. That, and that is nice about the way that it worked out this year. You're going to need a couple days yeah. to recover. Uh, as far as like picks and who's going to win this game uh, for Ohio State and Georgia, I, I also think Georgia will win this game. They're favored by six and a half. I'd probably stay away from the spread on that one, though. What'd you say Ohio State scares me. Yep, Georgia favored by six and a half. Ohio State scares me because they have all those weapons. They have all that talent. They could show up, and they could win this game. I mean, that's what they did the year they won it all. People kind of really overlooked them. Mm-hmm. And then TCU and Michigan, Michigan favored by seven and a half. I would still probably stay away from those points, but if I'm taking outright money line, I like Michigan and I like Georgia. What are your thoughts on the over-under? Because we've talked about it before. You know, it's the championship game is usually kind of take the under. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like some of these bowl games this year, they've been kind of high scoring. TCU and Michigan's at 58-and-a-half. I'd probably take the under in that one just because I think both teams are going to really run the ball. Not mm-hmm. Especially okay. Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't have a lot of high-power offense. I mean, Michigan obviously put up points. Yeah. I don't think that that's really their game plan. I, I think they do want to just ground and pound. I TCU can be flashy, but if they're mm-hmm. like if it's not hitting, like you're toast. Yeah, a lot of their stuff comes from establishing the run. Yeah, so I, I would take the under in that one. The Ohio State Georgia game is at sixty two. I think I would take the over in that one. I think a lot of people have overrated the Georgia defense based off what they did last year. Yeah, they're still a very good defense, but they also put up a lot of points. They're scoring thirty nine points a game. Ohio State's scoring 44. I think we'll see points in that game. Do you think some of that, though, with Ohio State's is because they've not played anybody this year? Definitely. Beside Michigan. and they got But, you know, you look at even Georgia's schedule. Like, they've got some That's very, dumpy very wins on yeah. there. Like, you get to play Vanderbilt. You played Samford to start the year. Kent State, Missouri. Uh, you know, you've got <laughs> they almost some... lost to Mizzou. They did. <laughs> yeah. uh, Georgia Tech there. Then they played some teams where it's like, yeah, you're going to put points. On them, and also with Georgia, though they put forty nine points on schools like um, Oregon, put forty two on Auburn, forty two on Florida. They've got some good quality. They put fifty on LSU, so they can score points. I'll take the over um, in that one. Yep, I'm definitely rolling with Michigan. Georgia, Georgia wins it all. And how about I? I agree. I think Georgia wins it all, and that's probably another reason why I'm just not as excited. It, it feels, feels like they like give it to them. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep, congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, how about some <laughs> basketball? It is post-Christmas, and we've had some really good basketball going on. I want to start with talking about Luka Doncic and what he did the other night. Just incredible. Like, to get your own – that's why you do what you do at the free throw line. It's like, hey, like, we really need this to bounce our way, and it does. Every coach that has ever said, like, hey, follow your shot, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> And the thing was, he didn't follow it directly. He was like, let's see where it bounces. And it bounces two or three times right in his hands in the air to come down and still shoot like a jump shot. Blew me away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it goes for, what was it, 60 points? 60 points, 20 rebounds. And 10 assists. And 10 assists. No one in the history of the NBA has ever done that before. And there's where I read my tweets. 
you're out here doing things that Wilt Chamberlain never did. Yeah. I mean, go look at Wilt Chamberlain's numbers if you've never done it. They're outstanding. And I don't just mean the 100 points. I mean the fact that that man was averaging like 30 rebounds a game. Yeah. So you're doing things that Wilt never did. That's remarkable. Yeah. And somehow this man, Luka Doncic, is still 23 years old. He's not. He's older than 23. He is 23 years old. There's no That's way. the oldest looking 23 I've ever seen in my life. He is 30. When he's done by 30, we're going to know he's 40. <laughs> it's like Albert if he Pujols. is 23, look the fuck out. First <laughs> F-bomb of the show. I mean, he's holy not, cow. He's not peaked. His no. body is. He's not even in great shape. He's kind of chubby. He's going to hit. He's going to be 20. He's going to be my age, 26, 27, <laughs> in his freaking prime, dude. Yeah, dropping 40. Because I'll tell you what, I'm turned 27. I was like, all right, now I'm going to be active with stuff and, like, have goals for the year. Like everything else, like let's just get through alive. Now it's like, okay, hey, let's plan some shit out. <laughs> Luca's still getting new boots. I mean, he just got measured for boots last week. What? Yeah, he was on Dude Perfect, and they were like trying to get him cowboys. So they had a uh, drop a yaw and then a random quote, and then he got measured for boots. Like Luca's still living his best life, getting used to li- being a Dallas and being you know a cowboy. Yeah, he's still. There's only twenty three. While all doing this, dropping sixty points, twenty and ten. He is averaging 33 points a game, just second in the league, Eight and a, 8.7 rebounds at the point guard position. That's 24th in the league mm-hmm. still. He's playing the point guard position. And 8.8 assists. That's good for fourth in the league. How he, Luka is somehow not getting the attention he deserves. He's getting a lot. And a lot of people were saying one of the greatest regular season performances ever. But, like, he... For me, I, I still argue and debate with myself even, who's better, LeBron or Giannis? Luka needs to be in that conversation. Yeah, I mean, but for it's this crazy. Season, not, yes, but it's even crazy to think that and then be like, I mean, that's still LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Like, he's still playing really good basketball for the Lakers. He's doing this new thing. He did it along the, the baseline on the side, kind of in the corner, where he comes running down the corner and he acts like he's exhausted. Blows by the guy and then just slams yeah, it. Like, I saw, could you imagine doing that at the wreck? Right. Like, that's something I, I, I would do. Instagram. And be like, See ya. He's like, this is what the old heads do. Yes. <laughs> at a pickup game. Yeah, it is. LeBron it's, just like, I'm going to do it in the NBA casually. It's also, just, I think LeBron just being so frustrated. And he had a quote that people were running with. I didn't think much of it. Uh, talking about, like, I still want to win, all this stuff, yada, yada. But the people are pulling this part out that playing basketball just to be playing basketball is not in my DNA anymore. Yeah, he wants to go out and win. Yeah. Like, don't don't take some of the quote and be like, man, LeBron hates playing basketball. No, he's playing to win. He wants to go win. I don't know why anybody would take that wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. And also, how's it not in your DNA <laughs> anymore? Because the only thing he wants to do here at the end of his Tell career me you didn't go to college without telling me you didn't go to college. <laughs> uh, whatever. Uh, I do think people were kind of being a little bit unfair about that one. LeBron doesn't want to show up and – Play shitty basketball or play for a shitty team. Or lose by 20, 30 points every night. Yeah. yeah. So I don't. I don't is know. this where LeBron gets that Kobe mentality where he just starts screaming? I wish he would have done it like five years ago. With the Cavs. <laughs> yeah. If, if LeBron would have had the Kobe mentality five years ago, he would have been, the, in my opinion, greatest basketball player of all time. Just tweet it. Just tweet that and be like, if LeBron James would pick up the Kobe mentality, he would be the greatest basketball player of all time. I, think I just feel now. like, I feel like that would just take off. You think so? I have a feeling it might because I think it's going to spark the conversation of, 
like what LeBron's attitude is and his leadership style. And he is different. I always thought that he was unfairly compared to Jordan, which they're two of the greatest, so that's going to happen. But his game is obviously it's the better Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. They like I agree play with similar that. positions, mm-hmm. similar play style, all around players. So whatever, second greatest basketball player of all time. I am all, to the point where now I just kind of feel bad for him. But like we've talked about before, he also did it to himself. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. By being a terrible GM. Yep. So, LeBron the GM has hurt LeBron the player. Mm-hmm. I do wonder what happens with him and the Lakers. He signed a contract extension. Which caught us by surprise. Mm-hmm. Is he going to finish it out there? I, I'll be. This is crazy. I'd like to see him request a trade. Yeah, like, like well, you know you what? You can't. You don't have anything to trade for anymore. You can't get rid of Anthony Davis. We're not going to be able to go get pieces. Mm-hmm. Send me somewhere else. Now the question is, where are you sending them? <laughs> Miami. I mean, you'd have to give up Jimmy Butler. So you'd have to give up. Don't tell me Bam out of bio. I think you probably have to. You get rid of Butler. Tyler Hero. Who you get rid of? <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. See <laughs> a white boy. <laughs> you might need all three. No, you have to keep Bam out of bio or LeBron. There's no reason for LeBron to go there. Like it's just it would be the Lakers of Miami now. If you were the Milwaukee Bucks, you literally trade everyone. Drew Holiday, gone. Chris Middleton, Chris Middleton <laughs> gone. <laughs> you have seven men on roster. <laughs> You're like we will fill the rest with. LeBron, if you twist players. your ankle. Fucking forget about it. No, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, or the Nets. Hey, hey, we got a package, and we're gonna start with the Sixers. Yeah, Kyrie or Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. And this also, the Nets have been playing really good. Yeah. And Kinda I felt like, bad for Steve Nash. I feel like it's going underneath the radar with how well they're playing. Ten straight wins. Yeah. I felt really bad for Steve Nash. I thought he was getting maybe some unfair treatment from guys like Kyrie. Uh, even like before Nash was there, the, Kyrie had the, I'll coach some, you coach some. And I never felt like they gave Steve Nash a fair shot. Mm-hmm. However... Post Steve Nash Nets look like they could win the Eastern Conference, look like they could win the NBA Finals. So firing him is a good move. Oh. Not an easy move to make, I'm sure, but firing him was the right move. And the Nets dude just looks so much better, especially now that you have Kyrie and KD playing very well together. And Ben Simmons in whatever role it is that he's playing now is working. That's something that we talked about. When that trade happened, of this is what you kind of needed from Ben Simmons in the Nets. You need him to come in and play good defense, pass the ball around, and not be the superstar that he was for the 76ers. And that seems to be working out for what they're doing. I find myself kind of rooting for what the 76ers are doing. I know you're not a big Kevin Durant guy, but I'll tell you, I am a big Kevin Durant guy. And to see him play... At this level, at the end of his career as well, is very impressive. I, I am rooting for somehow the Nets. It's all come full circle, and somehow I'm rooting for the Nets. I'm happy for you. And it, does, you. it does kind of, excuse me, I started with my words here. The technical issues, I somehow got myself kicked out. I got myself back in. So, boo bam, some snap. Here we are, bitches. But uh, I kind of feel bad for Steve Nash. Where you had to deal with everything with Kyrie last year and the year before, where it's like, okay, what are we doing? Are you playing? Are you not playing? You're not playing home games. Okay, you only play on the road. You had a birthday party. Isn't it crazy you to like, play? And then my thing. you fire Nash, and Kyrie's like, fuck my family. You don't got to go to any more birthday parties. Or you fire Nash, and the new coach comes in, and he's like, hey, by the way, you're not doing that shit. 
That's what Steve Nash should have just done. Who is their coach right now? Is it Jock Vaughn, I think, is who they replaced him with? And I think this also goes to show that bring in real coaches. Stop doing this stuff where you're bringing in guys just based off of name. Like, I get it. players type of deal. Deion Sanders worked out really well at Jackson State for two years. Then he bolted. You know, so I've kind of been digging into it a little bit. He's had stuff stolen multiple times from their locker room when they're out on the field. Mm-hmm. I don't so, fault him at all for leaving. Yeah. I know a lot of people and I, do. I really hope it works out in Colorado. I did see a thing earlier today where he was saying that like players can't wear hats in meetings. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was a bar still thing, I think. And like, you can't wear hoodies in meetings and things like that. While in this meeting, he has a hat on. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. And you are in Colorado. This is, you are not in Jackson, Mississippi. You're going to need a hoodie or a coat. It, as soon as September hits, you got to be tough. You got to be tougher than that. <laughs> yeah, like what are you? What oh, are you a little supposed cold to got you down. What do you think is going to happen in November when we're playing? Mm-hmm. I mean, you have these college level kids. What are you wearing if you don't have a hoodie on in Colorado in October? I want them all wearing cutoffs. <laughs> cold never bothered me anyway, sweetheart. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with the whole like the Dion thing. You know, he got a job based off really just probably who he is. It did work out. I even saw, like, Ed Reed has been hired as the head coach at Bethune-Cookman now. Mm-hmm. Eddie George has been named a head coach. And even going back to the NBA, guys like Steve Nash got a job. They've never really worked as a coach. He was like a shooting instructor for the Warriors for a yeah. second. So it is weird. But I'm, I find myself, yeah, kind of rooting for the Nets. I'll tell you what's going to happen is they're going to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals against the Bucks or the Celtics. Then I will root for the Bucks or the Celtics. <laughs> Because I, I do really like both those. Just <laughs> cheer for them to a certain point. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Buck stops here, power. I have, right, I'm off the train. I have power ranked my NBA fandom already. So Bucks, Celtics. I love Giannis. Absolutely love him. Maybe literally love him. Yeah. <laughs> I want Not to love see... like. It's like literally love. <laughs> yes. I want to see him win another championship. I really like Jason Tatum and the Celtics. And again, like firing your coach before this year started, I thought that was stupid. Best record in the league. Again, do that every year for the Celtics. It works out for you somehow. Uh-huh. So I, I really like those three teams. I think those three teams, any one of them could win the NBA Finals, and I would not be surprised. And then looking over at the Western Conference, Western Conference is so weird. The <laughs> Pelicans is. have the best record in the Western Conference right now. And uh, Zion looks oh, like a superstar that he, yes. <laughs> everybody thought he could be. I don't know, boy, just thick. <laughs> <laughs> he is. What, he dropped 43 points last night? Yeah, last like night? a career high. Dude, go off, King. Like, hey, you drop this. It's your crown. Yeah. You and LeBron are at the same point. And just, like, freakish athleticism. <laughs> like, that's where they're equal. Let me just stick it with that. Not same level player. Just freakish athleticism. Yeah. It's like, like for it's their nice. size, their burst. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to watch the future rivalry of Zion versus Wimby. <laughs> one is seven foot four. One weighs two hundred and eighty pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I'm not jumping over you. I'm jumping through you, literally. <laughs> right, your it'll chest be chest plate touch your spine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's talking NBA. Let's do one <laughs> more subject here, though, because I saw this one on Twitter, and I, I've seen it numerous times. It's the never have I ever. Where they give you 20 different items, and you have to count it up. So give yourself one point for each thing that you have not done. Here's the list. Number one, 
skipped school. Number two, broken a bone. Number three, fired a gun. Number four, done drugs. Number five, been in a limo. Number six, gotten a tattoo. Seven, ridden a horse. Eight, sung karaoke. Nine, gotten a ticket. Ten, been arrested. And then the next ten, number 11, gone ziplining. Been on TV. Been on a cruise. Gotten a piercing. Smoked. Met a celebrity. Been skydiving. Had a one-night stand. Skinny dipped. And number 20, been drunk. Never done that. <laughs> yeah. Not so, even in about the next two hours. <laughs> I don't know if you want to just out yourself for the things that you have not done, but I will tell you, I scored a three. There are three things on that list that you have not that done. I have not done. So for me, it's I've not broken a gun, or excuse me, I'm not <laughs> reading, reading multiple lines here. <laughs> I've not broken a bone. Um, as of this last year, it was not been in a limo, but I went to Vegas, and that's all you ride in. That was dog. the first time you were in a limo, and it was a shitty ass limo. And then we got in a really nice one. I Can was we like, stay on that topic this for a is second? Worth it. Who was the first person that was like, "I got a really nice car," but what if it was longer? <laughs> <laughs> what if it fit twenty people? You know, uncomfortably. He's like, "Hey, I got this old Cadillac." What if we stretched out the middle? And the thing that I don't understand about <laughs> Oh, you mean it, like more doors? No, no, no. Still four doors. Yeah, and the thing, I, like, why is it so freaking low in the seat? Yeah. Like, it's okay. Like, let the what kind of limo did tall. you ride in? Just an old, long, skinny, shitty one. <laughs> yeah. That, like, you can tell had literally been fucked in. Like, it just no, was not. In Vegas? In Vegas, They yes. all have been. Wish I could have, you know what I mean? Had the opportunity, didn't I? It's whatever. It's fine. <laughs> but, so, I've not broken a bone. I have not gotten a tattoo. That's right. I like ridden a horse. Like I did as a kid, like a pumpkin patch. They guided the horse. Does that mm. count? I've done that. Sure. I've ridden a horse. Um, I've not been arrested. Um, I've never skinny dipped. And I've never been skydiving or got a piercing or been ziplining. Seven. Have I been on TV, <laughs> baby? We were the opening scene in the NFL <laughs> Combine. Run it back because we were freaking there. Uh, yeah, that was like a year ago. Dude, that was incredible. Like, I think about that all the time. I was like, we were the opening scene for the start of the NFL combine. Just looking up the and NFL like, combine. That's and, us. And you going, and the hey, phone. we're on TV right now. And I'm like, hmm, show my neck that I don't have. <laughs> the phone's just blowing up. It like, really did, I saw you guys on TV. Oh, it was incredible. <laughs> it, it was fun. So I, I scored a three. I will just say, I have never broken a bone. I think maybe that's the surprising one for me. That you've not? I've Same. never. Uh, I was knocking on wood. That was not someone coming in the room. I've had knee injuries. And so I think a lot of people have assumed like, oh, you've broken a bone. I haven't. <laughs> bones are good. Yeah. Everything else sucks. And I don't know if like bone spurs count, like where the bone chips yeah. away. But I don't, I don't count it. I've I'm never broken like, a bone. Like complete mm -hmm. snap. Right. Like, oh no, I just broke my arm. Like, so you've not broken a bone. I've not broken a bone. You've ridden a horse. Mm -hmm. Done all the other things. You've sung karaoke. Oh yeah, multiple times. Um, he, I've never gotten a piercing. Me, yeah. And I ship sailed on that one. I'm not getting a piercing. I'll be honest. I'm surprised you didn't do the ear piercing when it was cool back in your day. Wearing the backwards hat, ear pierced, mm -hmm. Mustang as a car. Yeah, real douchey. You were never did it though. He <laughs> two for three, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yep, had everything going. Yeah, um, and then I've never been skydiving. I have no desire to go skydiving. So you've gone ziplining? Mm -hmm. How's that? 
Uh, so here's the thing. We did it on my honeymoon in Mexico oh. over the Mexican jungle. And they bring you up there. Like, you got to walk a lot. And they're like, hey, there are monkeys down there that will rip your face off. There are jaguars. There's all this stuff. Like, they scare you. And it, that part was cool. You climb up there. You do the first zip line. You go. You're sitting there. They release you. You make it three seconds into this thing. And then it, for me, it was just like, I'm still just on the zip line. Three seconds of excitement. Or anything down? Nothing. Trees. That's it. Yeah, the animals are probably like, yeah, screw this. Yeah. There's another, someone's screaming. Yeah, it's very loud, and people scream yeah. here. We're <laughs> not going to be in this area. Part, just like constantly. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, like after you get over that initial shock of like, wow, this is really cool, you are just sitting there as this thing takes you on a zipline. Please don't stop. Don't lock up. Don't, uh-huh. That would be my fear is like if this thing just stops in the middle, it's like, well, here come the monkeys that can rip your face off. So we did three different zip lines. The first one was like, oh, that was kind of cool. Yeah. Second one, that was a lot like the first one. <laughs> and the third one is like the longest one, and it's supposed to be the fastest one. It was still just like, you know, that's kind of what I did already. Did you do it like laying down, or was it you just sitting and holding Sitting on? in a thing, yeah. in like a harness. Yeah. Thought it would was be Was it uncomfortable? Cool. Was it what? Uncomfortable? Uh, a little bit in the groin area. Yeah. I feel like that'd be my concern. It's like, mm. yeah, like I not. feel like that's exactly what I'd be doing the entire zipline ride. And it's hot. Adjusting. Like it was in Mexico. And it yeah. was hot. So no, I would not recommend going on a zipline to anyone. Like, I thought it was a waste of time. So if you've not been on a zipline, unless you're just trying to knock off everything on this list, <laughs> maybe don't do it. Um, so you've been, okay. You said you've not gone skydiving. I've not. Have you met a celebrity? Mm-hmm. What's your favorite celebrity that you've met? Vince Young. Damn, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah. I'm really jealous of that actor. That'd be so <laughs> yeah. cool. And I got Charles to see Vince night. Young from a distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Um, does it count if I've talked to them over I, a podcast? I got to see Jamal Charles. I didn't go meet him, but I did. Dude, I'm just now. This is now hitting me. I saw like two of my favorite, two of my three favorite players from Texas in that weekend. I saw Jamal Charles. I was like, holy shit. That's Jamal Charles, and then kept walking. And when Vince Young came out for the Fox thing, or the big new kickoff for Fox, I was like, that's, I'm awesome. I'm mm-hmm. glad we did not find uh, the ESPN setup, because <laughs> look at this. Mm-hmm. But skydiving is the one that you've not done. Yeah, and I don't have a desire to skydive. Do you? You've not skydived? I would like to skydive. I think skydiving is something I would like to do. That might be a year goal for me. I would like to talk to somebody who's done it before and be like, hey, is it actually that exciting? Because, My- like, you biggest, are strapped to another person that's doing all the work. Yeah. And my other concern is, like, there is a weight limit for skydiving because, like, the parachute has to be able to hold it. I'm a bigger guy, so I feel like it's almost automatically well, on the list. But at the same time, it's like, mm-hmm. what do I have to be? And mine are the knees because you do hit the ground at a pretty high speed yeah. still. You can lay it on your butt, though, can't you? I think they tell you, like, as the passenger, it's like, hey, stick your legs. I just land on your know. butt. After I did the zip lining experience, and I was like, eh, this is kind of boring. That's when skydiving just came off the list for me. So I, I bet think, it's a I lot like ziplining. So I'm an adrenaline junkie to like fault a little bit. Like with mm-hmm. roller coasters, I used to be terrified of them. And then finally, I was like, you know what? Don't be a pussy. I told myself this as a sixth grader. <laughs> it was in Kansas City uh, at Worlds of Fun. I got tricked mm-hmm. to riding the Mamba ride because I was told you can see inside an arrowhead once you get to the top, and it's just nice. this massive drop. And then Isn't they lie. It incredibly I found far out away from the stadium. Uh, I I'd never been to Kansas. City. I had zero idea. I didn't even know. It was, but it is right. Oh, it's, it's completely <laughs> other side. <laughs> yeah, like, the stadium is south. 
Arrowhead is about as far there's north. The World of Fun is about as far Kansas north City. of Kansas City that you can be to still remain. There's in nothing City. tall enough in Kansas City for you to see into Arrowhead. No, 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 no. He got my ass again. <laughs> sixth grade. Got him. Yeah, he tells me the truth as we're getting onto the ride, and I'm just like, oh my god, now I have to deal with this drop. And as we're riding up to it, it's just like chunk, chunk, chunk. I'm like, don't be a pussy. And then I just. I just started screaming, like, let's go. And once I did that, I was like, okay, I kind of like this shit. So, like, go to Silver Dollar City, powder keg, ride mm-hmm. it over and over and over. Give me a zero to 75 in two seconds. Let me trick a kid into leaning forward and watch his head slam back, die laughing, <laughs> and then just start screaming with the adrenaline rush. Wildfire, another one. Give me the leaps. I don't care. Yeah, I can't do it. I get motion So, like, sick. skydiving, that's my thing. Is like, I'm going to be scared jumping out of the plane, but once I do it, it's like, I'm already halfway dead. Like, if this... 50-50 odds at this point of this parachute not opening. I think that part would be exciting because there is the very real possibility that's the last thing you do. Mm-hmm. Like even with zip lining, like you see all the straps and you're like, oh, I'm probably not going to die. Yeah. Or if you fall, it's like, I might break a bone. I'm not going to die. If that dude that you're strapped to messes up while you're skydiving, you are dead. Yeah. Or it's just like, aim for the trees. Like, motherfucker, there ain't no trees. <laughs> aim for the we bushes. are in Arizona. This is the <laughs> desert. Right. Yeah. So that one would be exciting. Not a lot left on the old list for me to do. Mm-mm. I think another one is like riding a helicopter. I've done that too. Have you really? Mm-hmm. Damn, that's cool. Yep. Helicopter tour. Um, here's a little sick, demented part of my brain. I can't hear the word helicopter without thinking of Kobe Bryant. Yeah. As I said, it, I was like, please don't like think of please him. don't take it there and yeah, guess are. what <laughs> no i didn't mean like he doesn't you it's just like in my mind like hey like, let's try to think of something else besides that yeah every time now i know it's been what like three years almost it was 2020 it was january of 2020 yeah. almost three years man hey i have a big anniversary coming up next week seven years of being divorced <laughs> next week <laughs> Alarm clock with number one pick. Let's celebrate. Yeah. Let's have a, let's have a redraft for that. Yeah, that's what you want to do. A redraft for the twenty uh, twenty. What was or twenty? What would that be? Twenty fourteen. Twenty sixteen. The twenty sixteen yep. divorce. Here's a redraft by Mello. So yeah. number one, the house. <laughs> <laughs> that would oh, be a funny. Oh, God, dang, that'd be so good. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> we re- revisit drafts all the time. Yeah. I bring in the ex-wife and we talk about it. Get her on the podcast. Would she be down? No. No. Uh, maybe. She doesn't but... even have to come in. She just phone call. Yeah, just call Download in. Download the app. Dude, that'd be hysterical. <laughs> Let's redraft this are, thing. Are you guys on that good of terms where you could do this? We're close. Maybe. I would love that. That'd be hilarious. Because <laughs> I would love to just ask her the question of like, what's going through your mind? Clearly, the marriage is over. We've accepted it at this point. We're not going to say what happened, uh-huh. but we know. Yeah, what's going yeah. on in your mind as you're in this meeting? And it's like, okay, Mr. Miller, what's the first thing you'd like? And he goes, alarm clock. Alarm clock. <laughs> and then two, Turn in after, the card. <laughs> and two, after the move out, did you have any trouble uh, opening the pickles? <laughs> yeah, gotcha. <laughs> How are those pancakes without your spatula? <laughs> That's what I was going to say next. Do you have a hard time making a, an omelet by chance? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, you haven't at all? Damn. <laughs> oh, you went and got a new one? But how do you wake up in the morning? Oh, you still use your phone? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> huh. oh. Well, I bet you don't have a 55-inch TV. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit, you went and bought one of those? How do you watch your favorite show? Yeah. Oh, damn. Your new roommate had one. Got all me. Right. Yeah. How do you do your laundry? 
well, I got a really old washing machine off of Craigslist. <laughs> it's rusted on the I'm inside. My clothes smell like, like hey, shit. We, talking football, excuse me, mic'd up as a guest. And I was like, God bless it. I'm crying laughing because that is hysterical. See what happens. I might float the idea. We don't I'm really not gonna let you forget. Talk is like friends. We're not mad this at each other. It doesn't have to be a friendly conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This can be yeah, like a, hey, let's just create chaos. Bury the hatchet. How about we just help you build a bigger following on social media? Yeah, because that's probably what she wants. <laughs> uh, what a weird. Oh, I'm sorry we went there. Um, <laughs> I, I brought it up. January 2nd is the day I was told I was getting a divorce. So. Fucking Christ. I did not know it was that day. Two days into the new year. <laughs> over. Yep. Damn. I thought it was in December. No, it was, it was right after the holidays. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> we're really digging in deep. I knew, obviously, that this it was going to end. And then at the end, I made a comment one time. I was like, hey, let me get through the holidays. After we get through the holidays, let's revisit this. We got to January 2nd. <laughs> It's like Pam Beasley using uh, her vacation days. So is the 31st or the 1st considered the holiday? Yeah. Uh, Which one? Apparently to her it was the 1st. God damn it. January 2nd. was told like, hey. How quickly were you moved out of the house? uh, In like 10 days. Damn. Which still. Two weeks into the year, man. Think about that, though. Let's really revisit. We lived together still for 10 days knowing that I was going to get a divorce. Yeah, and, and she's like, even if you, anything to try and make up for it. If you want to, you know, sleep on the couch, that's fine. I know it's going to be awkward, and I was like, nah, this is still my bed, and I will be in it. <laughs> if you want to sleep on the couch, you can sleep on the couch, and, and she didn't. So it was even more awkward. Wow, I would just be, dude. I would have done everything just to piss her off. <laughs> yeah, at a boy. Yeah. About. All right. Thanks for listening to Mike'd Up as we share. All of my news, and uh, thanks to our guy Tyler in the comment section as well. Appreciate you guys listening, as always. Uh, no show on Sunday. You will be at the Chiefs game. So no show Sunday. I was like, be why not? <laughs> at it on, <laughs> on Thursday, though. We appreciate you guys, and we will talk to you next time.